0: Folks, welcome to Lords of Order, a DC Doctor Fate fan podcast. I'm your host, Ed Moore. If you want to send feedback, you can leave a comment on the website at bigtimenoise.comslash Doctor Fate. Lords of Order has Facebook and Google Plus pages, and the email address is the Doctor Fate fan podcast at gmail.com. Today's episode 39. I'm looking at the new issue of Dr. Fate, issue two, marked September 2015. Storytellers are Paul Levitz and Sonny Lou, I believe is how it's pronounced, Lee Lofbridge on colors, Nick J. Napolitano on letters. Now we start out with Khalid, where we left him last issue, on top of this monument to the arch de triumph or whatever it's called it's a it's a big funky arch like they have i think in paris or something like that he's uh, it says the grand army plaza in brooklyn so those of you that new york if this is something actual in new york then that's where we are he's up on top of the thing and he's uh he's tripping pretty hard talking out loud this is insane totally freaking insane A talking cat convinces me to put you on. He's holding the helmet of fate, looking at it. I hallucinate flying, and when I take you off, I'm on top of this dumb monument. He looks down, raining, lots and lots of rain still, puddles everywhere, perhaps in this particular area starting to slightly flood as as the water's not draining anywhere near as fast as it's coming down. Now he starts pacing back and forth across the top as he's still you know, trying to, to put together in his logical mind. Remember, uh, he is a smart enough student coming out of high school that he is in med school in just a couple days is when it starts. He and his girlfriend both. Um, his dad was a doctor. Uh, in Egypt, remember, and he came over here and he wasn't able to practice, so he's been driving a cab. We saw what happened to him in the cab last issue. Uh, Hopefully, we'll get back to more of that this issue and find out what's going on with that. But right now, Khalid is, you know, he's, he's trying to stay calm. He says, the world's strangest panic attack. Gotta be. Two days to med school and I'm acting like I should be taken away by the men in white coats. At least maybe they'd know how to get me down, he says as he kind of stoops down and looks. And then he hears, help me. He says, Dad? Here? Dad, where are you? So that was his dad's voice. And then the helmet, which he sat down as as he's been pacing, uh, speaks to him and says, go to him. And Khalid says, huh? And he picks up the helmet, and the helmet's all glowy and everything. And he says, I am now certifiable. As he slips the helmet back over his head. Immediately, he's surrounded by all these different forms of energy. One is a... Uh, yellow nimbus that uh, follows his form closely. One is a starburst pattern, rainbow-colored energy uh, explosion almost, and and then there's several pinkish spheres that are floating off of his body in several locations. Um, He starts to fly and kind of gets the feel of it, gets the hang of it, and gets a more aerodynamic form of his body you know as he realizes what's going on and is just kind of zooming in a direction and he thinks but how in hell do i know where i'm going and the the voice in the helmet um who i'm going to say is nabu although i don't think we know that for sure yet i don't believe that was said last issue it says he says listen and we uh, we cut back to the Khalid's dad's taxi, um, Khalid's dad's name is Muhammad. Uh, a tree, uh, he, he was driving a taxi uh, carrying a fare and a pack of uh, some mangy looking dogs. Uh, here, a little bit later in this issue, Muhammad refers to them as jackals, uh, which they could be. I, I think they have jackals in Egypt, so he, he might know from his childhood. S- uh, forced him to stop the car, and as soon as he did this tree from out of nowhere fell over on the car. And then the fair got out and, and was uh, talking some trash to him. So the, the, the fair must have been connected with all this, or perhaps it was uh, yet another personification of Anubis, But because we've already seen him once as this real hideous, funky-looking jackal that's running around here in town while all this is going on. So Khalid sees the taxi and, and calls out, and Muhammad calls out to him, uh, so Mohammed is, uh, again, he's, he's very confused as to what to do or how to do what he needs to do. He just knows what he needs to do. Um, he screams out, go away now. And the, uh, the jackals or dogs, whatever they turn out to be, scatter. He goes down to the taxi and rips off the passenger side door. <laughs> uh, pulls out his dad and when he gets his dad out and he's standing there holding his dad we have Anubis now uh, sitting on top of the tree that's on top of the taxi and he says thief you steal the helm of Thoth and would deny me the blood price Bastet thought you could be fate and protect the mortal world from my wrath you're barely a man and it's it's said very succinctly and very without emotion too uh, I noticed he uh moves in close to Khalid and you see this really extended toothy gnarly kind of jowls that the dog has or the the jackal has or actually Anubis has sorry not even worthy of a place in my house of the dead and Khalid responds in this different kind of font now because he's got the helm of fate on Uh, and I'm not sure for those of you that haven't read this new version yet if you're familiar with the old version there have been several helms uh, one came down for a little while to just d- below the nose uh, the original and my personal favorite was the full face full back of the head and then it's just cut up kind of high on the side so that it f- the ears fit like in a slot and it fits down onto the ears with a full face and a full back and a kind of a um a, mohawk-y chevron kind of element on the top that runs down the back, too. And Khalid responds, Whatever you are, doggy, I've had my fill of talking animal tricks today. I'm taking my father to the hospital. Find another audience for your speech. And then Anubis kind of uh, acts up here and he he calls down this massive lightning strike to his... Jackal form, but also above him Manifests this Electrical Head kind of thing That, that is a uh, a Direct image of him And he screams, that little mortal I will have my blood price And he calls down a lightning strike And he hits a, a jetliner Flying, coming in for a landing As it's passing over top So now uh, Khalid, you know, first of all doesn't know what to do He's got his dad and now he sees this jetliner, uh, presumably with some number of people on it, about to crash. He's not sure what to do. He's talking to himself, thinking, Well, if wind holds me up, maybe I can make it help the plane. Planes fly because of the air rushing under the wings, right? And he reaches out and, and gives this big uh, whoosh nimbus of energy that controls the wind. He says, Oh, come on, go up. Up, not Down. And what happened is he, he forces the plane uh, into like a, a, a pancake fall and it smacks down on the tarmac. Doesn't explode or anything like that, but it, it does crash. He says, epic fail. And then we have a little blurb here. Uh, perhaps from Nabu, it's a little uh, fate helmet with a, a blue text sphere above it. This is actually, it's winds over the wings that helps the plane fly so now he focuses on his dad Uh, he sees uh, an ambulance that has been called for the airplane crash and he says hey guys i got one for you and he he gives his dad over to the emts and he notices you know they they didn't even give me a second look i'm wearing this funky helmet and uh, as far as i could tell they they didn't notice or anything and he's like, I wonder, you know, is it, is it everything that's going on, or is it you, he says as he looks at the helmet. Uh, so we cut back to Anubis, and he is surveying things. He's watching from a, a little distance away. He says, Bastet chose poorly. This mortal cannot master the spirit of Thoth or trouble the gods. I have my blood price, and he will be devoured by Thoth. And there are fresh souls, I must greet, in the house of the dead. So I guess uh, this airline, uh, someone ended up dying in in this crash. Uh, Anubis here continues, The waters rise, soon the floods will come, and the ma'at shall be restored to its proper balance. If Thoth does not consume him, I shall welcome the youth to my house on the day his world drowns. Bestet, you were always a foolish god at the hospital a uh, mom Khalid's um, girlfriend and Khalid are all there looking over Muhammad who is in the bed his eyes bandaged up pretty severely a hand bandaged up and he's uh, at, at one point uh, the the man is going on about his his fate right now uh, Muhammad he says uh, I have been cursed ultimately and Khalid starts response as dad but then his girlfriend calls him off says let him talk boy he needs to get it out her reference to boy kind of i don't know ruffled me a little bit i I don't understand why she said boy doctor comes in and calls the rest of the family out and, and says you know we need to discuss how muhammad is going to be taken care of from now on with the fact that he may not be regaining his sight so Muhammad and his girlfriend, uh, excuse me, Khalid and his girlfriend are home. She says, "Like eight and sixty thousand end up blind, Khalid. Your dad will be fine." He's he's looking things over, and she says, "You're his son. Of course you felt that way. Start thinking like a doctor." He says, "Ah, oh, so you want to play doctor, do you?" And reaches over and and pets her cheek, and she says, "Nope." As she jumps up, pushes his hand away, and gives him a kiss on the cheek. One, the doors open. Two, your mom's home. Three, tomorrow's the first day of class, and I am going to ace med school, so I don't have to do a residency in outer nowhere. Bye. She says, uh, looking over her shoulder, she walks out the door. Khalid, ah, just frustrated with his lack of action from his girl. Um, the helmet gets his attention. Starts whipping around and and zaps his laptop and says, learn. Khalid says, I'm going to med school, not for a useless PhD in archaeology. Don't mess with my laptop, you crazy antique, he tells the helmet. And they, they have a stare down, Khalid and the helmet. And then the helmet says, you must learn your way or mine. And Khalid responds, this is so not happening. And they get into this. Rubber bandy, bendy kind of psychedelic, trippy um, panel here as the helmet. In essence, I think sends him to a um, to a to a, a, a more mystical realm where Khalid meets Nabu, priestess of Thoth, the wise, whose helm you now possess. So this is the helm of thoth not the helm of fate hmm. okay a little back and forth between khalid and nabu nabu wants him to learn the you know the the ancient egyptian foundations apparently of the helm and and how to wield it khalid says leave me alone finally uh Nabu says, I think not. Bastet has made her choice, and I am but a shade, dead for these 2,000 years. How can I dispute her majesty? You will do. Take the helmet. Choose the fate of man, as he's handing the helmet back, and things start getting all rubbery, wibbly, wobbly, timey-wimey. No, it's not timey-wimey. That's another book. And just then his mom knocks on the door and tells him she's going to the hospital and everything dissipates and he's back standing in his room holding the helm. The helm of Thoth, we now know. She's going, says that uh, she'll hug and kiss Mohammed for Khalid. She understands he's got to go to bed, get ready to go to med school tomorrow. Khalid says, tell him I'm sorry. She says, we can't all be there every moment, Khalid. He says... Not exactly what I meant, as he's turning looking at the helmet of fate, um let's see here still not sure he's still not sure what to do, uh going through you know what all's happened to him today in his head, and he hears a dog's wolf's canine howl, whichever from outside he says, and it's starting again after his minor soliloquy there. Why me? And then the helmet says, as he's putting it on, because you must. So now with the helmet on as fate, he goes outside, sees that the dogs are gathered, uh, eating a car, from what I can gather here. They're, They're munching on the car. Khalid descends upon them. You only get one bite of my family. Go back to whatever corner of hell you crawled from. Big nimbus of energy surrounding his head, giving off... Wobbly little onk-shaped energy uh, emissions as well. They attack this pack of of uh, I guess we'll we'll call them. Uh, I was gonna say dingoes, but no, that's Australian. What did I say? They were jackals. One, two, three, four, five, six. Attack him at least. And now he's he, Khalid's completely surrounded by a nimbus uh, of of several different intensities of yellow. Here, he fires off some some beams at some of the dogs. One of the dogs gets through and latches onto his leg. He's talking to him, tells them that they need to go now. And with now, he he swats one with his hand that is engulfed in energy. His hand, not the jackal. Finally, they run off. He says, Yow! 20 stitches, because one latched onto him there at the end. Easy, and rabies shots too. Who knows what? Healing? As the portion of his leg that's had the the pants are in tatters is surrounded by energy and the wounds go away. Healing by itself, he says as he's pulling the helm off, kind of uh, reminiscent of like a welder, you know, will lift his helmet after he's done. What's happening to me, he says, as he's standing in the street holding the helmet of fate as a huge tidal wave of water is bearing down on him from behind. Now I can understand that he doesn't see it, but it there is no way as big as this thing is that he could not hear it coming either way, title for the next episode, uh, issue is flood tide. All right, let's see here. Got a little bit of feedback from Zeb Oswalt on the Facebook post for episode 34. Zeb said, Cool podcast. I seem to remember the host doing a Thor podcast. This is a pretty cool podcast. I remember Dr. Fate from comics when I was a kid and his or her appearances in the JLA and JLI and the cartoon. I read the BWL run. Only time I avoided Dr. Fate was for the Fate run when there was some guy who was 90s gritty as Dr. Fate. Well, he was just called Fate. And that storyline just didn't work for me. Though I bought most of those from the quarterbins. Dr. Fate's a pretty cool character. Can't wait to hear the next podcast. Thank you, Zeb. Appreciate it. And uh, he kind of name-dropped another show that I'm on uh, for those listening to the Lords of Order that might be interested. I also do several other Comic book themed podcast. I do. Uh, I'm co-host on the Mighty Thor cast. Co-host on the Emerald Archer. Co-host on Comic Addiction, and I host by myself, Ronan Rabbit, and this show that you're listening to. So, if you have an interest, um, uh, most of those get posted on the Teal Productions page on Facebook. Comic, comic Addiction has its own. That's uh, run by Chris Parton. I'm just a co-host on it. So other shows if you're interested go check it out next episode I will be talking about More Fun Comics issue 69 from July 1941 if you want to get a head start that is available in the Golden Age Doctor Fate archives hardcover that DC put out in 2007 otherwise I will catch you guys next time ciao Lords of Order is a Teal Production And as such, is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Non-Derivative 3.0 Unported License.